This is the Mutual Audio Network. Shut up and listen. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. All better audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention. This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. That is all. What you are about to hear was originally written for the sketch series Schrodinger's Penguins and led to the creation of the Misadventures of Sherlock Holmes. In essence, this is the lost pilot for the Misadventures of Sherlock Holmes series. This audio was recorded many, many years ago and apparently had been lost all this time. We present to you Sherlock Holmes and the Taxing Problem, written by Vince Staden. Come in, Mrs. Hodgson. Uh, Mr. Sherlock Holmes? I am Sherlock Holmes. I confess I was expecting Mrs. Hodgson. But it is a matter of elementary deduction that leads me instantly to conclude that you are not she. For one thing, your moustache is a distinctly different shape and colour. My name is Bertram Milthauser, and you are the only man in England who can help me, Mr. Holmes. It is often the case, Mr. Milhauser. Now, perhaps you will grant me the indulgence of formulating a deduction based upon acute observation and empirical evidence. Uh, you've lost me, uh, Mr. Holmes. I have no sense of what you're talking about. Perhaps you can use fewer words. I wish to prove, Mr. Milhauser, that by a process of close examination, I can deduce a fellow's occupation, his history, his address, and his hobbies. I draw the line at his bedroom interest, because I have no curiosity in that matter. I leave that sort of thing to a Dr. Watson. Oh, very well, Mr. Holmes. If you wish to undertake such a pointless exercise, so be it. Knock yourself out. Splendid. To begin, then, you are employed as a clerk of office in service to a Majesty's government, a position you have held for a number of years, though you recently gained promotion. You were married this past June and your new wife bought you a child a few scant weeks ago. You were educated at Eton, and saw active service in Abyssinia. You smoke Turkish tobacco, though your wife doesn't approve. You are nearsighted. Of your wife and child I can say very little, except that the child is a boy, and your wife was raised in the countryside, has dark hair, and is a keen horsewoman. Uh, 
I regret to say that you are correct in every instance, Mr. Holmes. I knew it. If the exercise isn't utterly without point, I would be impressed. Uh, I can tell you that you're dying for me to ask you how you reached your conclusions. Indeed, Mr. Milhauser. That is the usual procedure in these intellectual exchanges. Oh, very well, sir, fine. If we must see this tedious parlor game through to its conclusion, then I feel I shall have to oblige you. Let's see, how would you like me to do this? I am astonished, Mr. Holmes. I beg you to explain how you come to know these things. Dazzle me, sir, with your brilliance. Hmm, very well. Since you insist, I shall explain my reasoning as a demonstration of the science of deduction and analysis. I can scarcely contain my excitement. That you're in service of Her Majesty's government is evident from the crown stamped on your briefcase. The briefcase is new, as are your expensive clothes. Therefore, you have had an increase in salary, which is one of the many benefits of promotion. You wear an old Italian school tie. Your breath has a slight whiff of madras curry. I surmise you acquired it when you saw service in India during the campaign of Abyssinia. You smoked a cigarette, and the odor has lingered about your clothing. Turkish tobacco has a very pungent smell which is unmistakable. There are no tobacco stains on your fingers, however, which would suggest that you do not smoke often, presumably as a courtesy to your wife. Your wedding ring is new, yet there is a band of white around your finger, underneath the ring. Therefore, you were married when the weather was hot, and you wore tan. That would be this past June, when we briefly had what must laughingly be called British Summertime. Your eyes are bloodshot, and you appear irritable. I venture that you are suffering from lack of sleep, the inevitable drawback of becoming a parent. That the child is a boy is a statistical probability with the odds in my favor. There is a single dark hair on the lapel of your coat. No doubt the hat attached itself to you whilst you were enjoying an affectionate embrace with your wife. The two telltale pinch marks either side of your rather large nose betray the fact that you wear spectacles. Is there anything I have missed? <coughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, I drifted off there. Um, or... Uh, what was it you were asking me? I said, is there anything I missed? Uh, and what about my wife being a keen horsewoman? You have slightly bow legs, a result of irregular riding lessons. Your wife's influence, I have no doubt. Bravo, Mr. Holmes, bravo! I honestly can't remember... When I was comprehensively bored, I fell as I am now. 
I do not care for your tone, Mr. Milhauser, nor your manners. Tough! I will make an astonishing deduction of my own, Mr. Holmes. I deduce that in approximately one minute you will cry out in despair and in alarm. Nonsense! We shall see, Mr. Holmes, we shall see. I shall now hand you the letter I came here to deliver and say good night and good riddance to you. Here, I'm instructed to hand this to you. Take it, read it, and remember my protection. Good day, sir. What an extraordinary fellow. Now then, what on earth could this document be about? To Mr. Sherlock Holmes, Esquire, 221B Baker Street, London, from Her Majesty's Treasury Department, Internal Revenue and Taxation Service. Dear Mr. Holmes, our records show that you have not paid income tax for the past six years, during which time you have been self-employed in the capacity of consulting detective. We therefore demand immediate payment of the sum of fifty-four thousand pounds and eighteen shillings. If this money is not paid in full within one calendar month, we shall be forced to take criminal procedures against you, which could result in a custodial sentence of a minimum of uh, ten years. Yours sincerely, Mr. Bertram Milhauser and Professor James Moriarty, Her Majesty's tax inspectors. Ah! What? The needle! Sherlock Holmes and the Taxi Problem was written by Vince Staden. Starting Jeff Niles and Captain John Tadrzak. Produced and directed by Jeff Niles. This has been an all better audio production. This production was stitched together by, by the Moral Making audio sound all better. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunch. I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchfine. That's it. That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell, that's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad. Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? Well, <laughs> you gotta know what to say. All right. <clears throat> 
And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney, attorney at, at, at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at, at law. law. Oh, boy. At 555 No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, Corona. Bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. Fly Corona! Fly Corona! Captain Fly Corona! Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Fly Corona! Goodbye Corona! Good riddance!